Okay. This Rose Podcast. This is episode 72. 1972. Oh. Richard Nixon was re-elected under a cloud of suspicion. No, there wasn't suspicion at that point. Well, I mean, there was, but uh, the real suspicion kicked in in 1974, I believe. That's when he, he had to leave. Look at this uh, guy breaking it down. Some nice history lessons. Hey, that's, you know, I, I check at least one random Wikipedia article um, a day. Oh, I read a really good random one um, yesterday. Uh, look into Operation Mincemeat from World War Two. It's British. Real? Yeah, yeah. British uh, sort of counterintelligence uh, operation. It's fucking fascinating. Um, um, that's kind of cool. But the question related, directly related to that. Yeah. You know, what the hell is mincemeat? <laughs> it's like um, you take, um, well, you have your meat. Uh-huh. What kind of meat? I think, well, if it's English, probably goat, cow, hmm. cow meat. Okay. Beef. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's something that's it's like one of those gross, I guess, to our sensibility, English things. I think it, they usually would put it in like a like a pastry crust. It's probably it's, like fucking odds and ends, just all like ground yeah, up together. Yep, odds and sods. Um, yeah. Take take with take it or leave it. Take it. I'll take it. I don't know. Look, you, you throw some curry powder and some old bay into anything, it's going to be good. It so, could be good. You know. Um, but yes, Operation Mincemeat. Uh, visualist at gmail.com. Uh, check out the Instagram. Instagram's blowing up. It's every time I post these janky-ass screenshots from, from like Game of Thrones and random movies I'm watching on Netflix, and I get this thing where Instagram says we'll say this post is doing better than 85 percent of your recent posts promote it to reach a wider audience just trying to get it get us to pay them to to promote various posts yeah they like that they need those uh <clears throat> excuse me i need that money right it's free you got paid uh, <laughs> well they're making money from selling our data our user data as we walk around the city that's that's uh, true etc et um, it's owned by Facebook, so you know they're not hurting for money. But you know, well, this is how they make the money. Anyway, we, we're we're bearing the lead here. Um, this is going to be the big uh, Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones episode three battle of Winterfell review. That's right. Um, Get ready. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we even we even postponed uh, our usual time just so we could cover both of these things. Um, so we're we're not going to totally bypass our tri- our beloved trifling in NYC segment, but the trifling will involve an incident at uh, at the theater we went to uh, to see Avengers Endgame. Uh, you and I saw it that opening Thursday. You you also saw it again. Um, on Monday. Monday. <laughs> Yesterday as we recorded. Yeah. So you you've got it deep embedded in your your memory banks. 
It is. Um, I think this was maybe only the second movie that I've ever seen opening night. Hmm. What was the other one? Uh. Um. It, it was a. Sense, it was a. Bridget Jones, Edge of Reason. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, one of the Star Wars. Um. Oh, it was that God. first one. Don't first one. Two. First one in the second series. It's Force Awakens. No. No, no, no. With the in, with 19- the pod with the pod racing and shit. Pod racing, yeah. That was Phantom Menace episode yeah, one. Yeah, that's what episode it was. One. Phantom Phantom Menace. Wow. I think it was like a midnight show. Yeah, you heard about. I don't, yeah, that movie. I mean, Maul looked cool. Darth Maul. He was. He was he pretty was cool. cool. There was some. There was some A level fight choreography back then too. Um. What do you mean? You don't think it stood the test of time? I don't think so. Not, not in a world of uh, fucking these Captain American fights. Like I, you know, I'll I'll back up just briefly to to say that you know, you I haven't been that big into the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Um, the, this is only the second one I've seen in the theater. Period. The only other one I saw was the first Avengers movie. Um, I do have definitely read the summaries on Wikipedia for all of them, just because I like to kind of know the storyline. Um, but you know, I I did I saw Avengers: Infinity War last October, and I was blown away, like by how good it is. And um, I actually just watched uh, The Winter Soldier for the first time. Um, yeah, that's a good one too. Which is also written and directed by the same team that did Infinity War. and Endgame and also Civil War so it's the Russo brothers directing and then uh, I'm blanking on the writing team that um, that uh, writes them but uh, you can look those up but I gotta say that those they have the best fight scenes with with Cap Winter Soldier and you know the big airport fight in Civil War and and the fights in Infinity War and Endgame Um, yeah those were some great scenes um, but speaking of fights, the, you know, the, the trifling in, in NYC, um, uh, we encountered a, a bit of a, diff- a different sort of struggle, but, you know, not any less, um, you know, worthwhile or, or, you know, having the emotional heft um, as some of these fight scenes in these movies, at least to, to the people involved. Um, now, this, so we had, I was able to get some, some really decent seats for opening thursday the 25th yeah they were they were good seats we went to the new lower east side theater brand new smelled brand new mm-hmm. felt brand new we had these nice leather seats reclining um the the twivel the swivel trays the wooden swivel trays wooden swivel trays got it there you go okay <laughs> well, i can edit out the, the first two <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's it's a nice like cool big theater experience, like um cool new theater, yeah. Um but we were sitting in a row that had um sort of disabled access, um or the, the ADA compliant um spaces that I, I think are at most theaters that essentially have a sort of wide space that I think can can fit two maybe two wheelchairs side by side. Yeah, um, it looks like it. And then on either side of those, there's a there's a seat 
that's designated um, companion seat. So the the, theory, the idea being there that you know if if there is someone in a wheelchair who uses those spaces, um, if they go with someone, their companion can sit right next to them, and that's more of a standard seat. And uh, in our case, there was the the seat immediately to my left was a companion seat, and. It was eventually occupied by a guy, just some dude. He, he wasn't there with anyone in a wheelchair. Um, but I guess, yeah. you know, they probably let those tickets go, you know, in, on a standby status or something. Probably. I'm not really sure. I've never tried to buy one, but you can't, right? I think you, you definitely can't. Or <clears throat> I don't, There's some blockage on, on when you try to buy online because I, I definitely didn't see that seat available. I only saw the two seats we were in, the two to our immediate right, and then those are the only ones available in that row. And then there was a number of wheelchair access, but I mean, I guess in theory you could buy them. I don't know how they would check if you bought them online. I don't think there's any sort of code you have to put in or, or anything like that. But I mean, certainly if you're buying them in, in person, you know, there would be some yes. sort of review. Uh, review process that would, you know, I don't know if they'd look over their register and just kind of look, see, look down, <laughs> waist level, uh, see what you're buddy. rocking with. I'm going to move on from that. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, in any case, um, so I'm, so I, I do want to comment briefly on the, the guy sitting to the left because I don't know if you noticed this. He, he was okay during the movie, but f- even up into the trailers, he was, he was watching videos on Instagram at like full volume. I heard that? that. I heard it and I was like, mm, I hope I didn't notice it during the trailers, but I was like, I hope this stops soon. And then I didn't hear it anymore. It was into like the first few trailers. Um, so, so yeah, definitely into the trailers. And like he took a phone call, I think also in the, in the trailers where he sort of like ducked down. He's like, yeah, I'm in the theater. No, no, no. Trailers are starting. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, and then he, it wasn't too long. He definitely said a few more things after that. Like, you know, no, 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 the key's under the mat. I don't know what he was talking about. The key's under the, the hide a key, right? It's a rock, it looks like a rock. I don't know. There was something, some sort of content to it. It wasn't just, okay, hey, all right, in a movie gotcha. theater, can't talk. So that's annoying. But, you know, it's during the trailers. Like, he definitely looked like a brolo. Um, mm. He was on his own. He, I, I sort of glanced. I was kind of looking at him at his screen as he was scrolling through Instagram. It was a lot of like thirst trap materials and <laughs> and, and and such like. <laughs> I like this analysis, <laughs> this breakdown. Yeah. Well, you know, I was gonna have to have some sh- some shit ready for him if if he dared, you know, per- try to perpetrate during the actual movie mm-hmm. content. Because then I was gonna, because I have to have some jokes, jokes ready for him. Like, you know, do you, do you need to be thirst trapping right now? It's Iron Man on the screen. Um, she's just not that into you, you know, etc. Just to anyway, it it didn't come to that. But anyway, getting to the actual trifling event. Um, so, you know, you and I both noticed this, and both, uh, you know shared a, a moment of disdain for the for the young generation mm. um 
So, uh, and this was probably just as the trailers were starting, or maybe a little bit before, um, during the pre pre trailer ad roll or whatever. But two young ladies, I'll say, they looked to be about sixteen, seventeen. Um, they had backpacks on. They w- had clearly had seats in the front row, which they yeah. came and sat in, and then, you know. Uh, towards the end of the, of the pre-roll, yeah, because the lights were still on, they decide, oh, well, you know, if no one in a, a wheelchair is, needs those spaces now, there almost certainly is never going to be anyone who needs that during the screening. So let's just uh, let's um, hop, skip, and jump uh, over into those spaces with our popcorn spilling everywhere. And uh, just claim those as our own, and we could sit down on the ground. It'll be like a camp out. I don't know if they. Well, did that. you see that the one girl like did the reconnaissance first? I did not. Oh, okay. So you. Yeah. So, you, so, so one of she them. She was scouting different wheelchair accessible spots. Yeah. So one of them came up to there. Maybe you were in the bathroom, okay. and she she stood in that spot. Then she sat down in that spot, and I saw her thinking. And then she was like, "Mm-hmm." Then she like nodded her head to herself. <laughs> And then, and then stood up, yeah, and then stood up and went back down to the first row to, I think, Um, to get her friend and be like, yeah, yeah, we can go right there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Mm -hmm. These moments, yeah, no, it's no, we, no, come on, Jenica, it's it's gonna be fine. (laughs) Come on, no, it's there's no one there. No one's coming in. The movie's about to start. Come on, why do you always try to undermine me? Um, that's pretty yeah. good. Okay, so yeah, so they come and sit, and of course, it's like, I mean, on some level, it's it's like there probably isn't going to be someone uh, in a wheelchair who comes in, but if they do, you know, it, that's that's going to be a, a scene where it, you know, it's going to draw attention to the person in the wheelchair, certainly, and I, and you know. Anyway, let, let, uh, we don't. I, we can cut to the chase on this. Security came, or not? Uh, one of the ushers came, pretty like maybe into the first trailer. Yeah, he came. He knew what was going on. I don't know how he knew this was going on, but he went straight over to them. He was on it. He was on it. He, I don't know if he was there the whole time. Was he maybe up? further up just hanging back watching for this sort of mm, i don't know i didn't even i didn't even see him before then he would maybe maybe that was like that's part of their protocol make sure like no one's sitting in those seats and sitting on the stairs because some people do dumb shit like sit on the stairs too yeah uh yeah and like the thing with you know first row seat kind of sucks but with reclining chairs like they have there like it's it's not actually terrible like it used to be back in the day Mm, um, mm-hmm. those, those seats recline pretty, pretty much horizontal too. So, in any case, I don't know. I was just, I, don't, I was just getting my old man on and being grumpy that kids not following the rules. It's kids these days. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he can't. Yeah. So he went straight over to them, and this was the most annoying part. It's like you got caught. You know what time it is. Get up and get back to your seat. And they argued with him for like what? Yeah, another five I, minutes. I, I couldn't hear what was happening, but it was a conversation when it didn't need to be a conversation at all. Like, you have a seat. No one can sit here. Go back to your seat. Yeah, and he. And, I, 
I definitely overheard him say, you know, it's a it's a fire hazard. Yeah. Because you know that them they're probably going to be like they're going to get tired of sitting up against the wall with the felt carpet, so they're going to probably lay down and be spread, oh, spread out. And you know their legs are going to be kicking. Imagine the, if they laid down into the aisle and all this nonsense. And of course, their backpacks are going to be out in the aisle in front of them. It's like definitely. Um. So he was yeah. So this kid, like the usher dude, was and he was actually pretty chill. He was like. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, I only heard the fire hazard thing. I heard it more than once. <laughs> I don't know what their counter argument was basically like, you know, no one's sitting here. I, I think it, it segued into, well, we can't have those, those seats in the front row. So how do we get a refund or no, we're, we're going to go get a refund if you don't let us sit here. I think that really that's how they framed it. Yeah. 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 Cause I overheard him talking about like refund procedures yeah like that's some kind of real threat to him he said i don't care like, <laughs> go ahead well we'll what, and what's your name well J okay james yeah we'll have to tell your manager james that james told us that he doesn't want regal entertainment making any money anymore uh and we're gonna tell our friends about this and this is gonna go all over instagram i'm sure it was something like that all over instagram they were probably on that like instagram live or facebook live right at that moment Probably, yeah, probably. Like, what do, the listeners, followers, what should we do? <laughs> what should we do? That dude sitting next to me is probably watching it in real time. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, anyway, eventually, the, well, that was the thing. They didn't go back to their seats. They they did kind of storm off, and they left. Oh, I didn't notice that. I thought they went back to their seats. No, no, no. They they left. Um. You see these these two ladies like totally ruined their viewing experience. I didn't I I didn't had no idea that all this was happening. They I mean, captivated you over there. It because again, like I've been looking forward to this shit since like fucking October, like real heavy, and I was jazzed that I was able to get sick tickets opening day, even though I missed. Like I didn't buy them the day that they went on they went on sale, um, and because um, you know I I didn't think I'd. All right. Actually, I just kind of thought I'd be able to, to find a ticket for opening weekend sometime. So I wasn't too concerned about getting them. And, you know, they, they all sold out. Um, yeah. But I was lucky in that this particular movie theater's tickets, um, because the venue itself didn't open until like a week after the tickets went on sale. And I just randomly found out about that, that it was open. And I checked and they had a bunch of tickets available. So I just got lucky. Um but yeah, so I was pumped that, you know, it's it going. It was a decent hour, 7, 7 p.m. showing. So we didn't have to, like, you know, wait up till 1030 just till it started and that kind of deal. Um, so, yeah, so it was just I didn't want anything ruining it. And certainly not someone who just can't like this is there's, there's good order to these things. Now, I get back in the day, it used to be fucking free for all. You have to get oh, there. Like, oh yeah, like two hours early. I remember, I probably told this story in a trifling, but like when we went to see the Dark Knight, me and my buddy had to get there like an hour and a half early, and someone still tried to cut in line, and like the one of the guys we were with almost threw him over the fucking balcony at the IMAX. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's a lot better now. 
So, oh, it's it's so much better. It's no stress right? saving seats. Like I'm like, yeah, go ahead, go back to the concession stand, do whatever you want. Yeah, the seat, yeah, like the exactly. seats already saved. I don't yeah. have to be there feeling anxious, looking around the whole time. <laughs> Putting your coat over seats. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember? Yeah, the putting the coat. I don't know. How was your? You said there was only some minor. At, at yeah, your actually, screening. Like, people were very reasonable. Like they would, they would come in. Most people were going to their seats. Um, I didn't even notice that people weren't going to those seats until someone came in. It's like, oh, we're in those seats, and the people just got up, like, oh, all right, and you know, they're just, right. they're just playing, playing the odds. Like maybe, maybe these people aren't coming. And their yeah. seats are better than ours. And then there's some people that are like, oh, okay, like, whatever, we'll just sit next to you. Like, no one's in these seats. We'll just sit mm-hmm. here for now. But then I heard her say, like, this was a woman. She was real serious about it. She's like, we're going to sit here. But if these people come, you're moving. If they come, you're moving. <laughs> I was like, mm, mm. And she was like, yeah. she was like 10 rows away. So she was making everybody, she was letting it be known, oh, like, to the, whole, to the whole theater. Just, oh, that's excellent. That's, yeah. That is excellent. She, she, she spoke that in bold and italics. Mm-hmm. Shout out shout out to Trill. Uh, Truly D. Williams. That's a quote from him. From Phil in the Lanes um, back in the day. What else? But they, um, like in our screening, the, the one you and I went to, there was no, no one, well, you had a lack of, well, there were police officers. I was going to say, we, we had security guards um, right. on Monday night. But these security guards, there was a security guard right outside the theater for our showing. Oh, and then there was a security guard and an usher. And then once the, the lights went down, the previews came on, then they both came inside and were checking people's tickets as they came in. You know, once the lights, they weren't checking anyone's tickets until the lights went down. And then huh. they were, I don't know if they were checking or just like telling people where to go. Cause then they were also giving directions about where to go. Yeah. I'd say that's probably more about like directing yeah. them to the, to the proper row at least. Yeah. So, so that, that was one difference. And then, you know, the crowd, the crowd, <laughs> it was a different crowd. I mean, it was, there were reactions from both crowds. The, right. the Monday night court street crowd was a little rowdier, yeah. a little more vocal. Yeah. Yeah. And we can get into like the crowd pleasing moments, you know, as, as they come up. But um, yeah, I was actually a little surprised at how kind of tame the audience reaction was at the one. you and I Right. Went to. Especially for the opening day. Like, you yeah. figure those are the people that are really into it and they would be like yelling and clapping. But I think, I mean, uh, shit, I might, might've been the one yelling the most, like at least uh, towards the end. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that event, event, that Avengers assemble. You're like, mm-hmm. assemble that ca- that uppercut, that Captain America uppercut with the hammer. I definitely with that spinning hammer, and then he comes yeah. with that knee. <laughs> I felt like I was levitating out of my seat somehow, or jumped, jumped out. I don't know. That was just the motion made me feel like that. Um, but anyway, we'll get into. Why don't we start with um, overview? A general impression of the movie and and give it a score out of 10 and give your infinity war score out of 10 oh okay um infinity war is a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. maybe nine at the least okay. um this mm, i maybe give it a seven. Oh wow yeah, I mean, for for me, that that first half like really brought it down. Mm-hmm. 
Was that, and then, was that hard to sit through the second time? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I fell asleep <laughs> for a part of it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What part? Um, I don't even know. Like, just some, of them, some of them talking shits. Like, they were just talking. It was so much just talking. It was, yeah. Oh, it was just a lot of talking <laughs> in the beginning. I had yeah. problem with, with talking, but like, it needs to go somewhere or there needs to be some like emotion or, or something there. But they were just talking and like nothing was happening. Like you didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that part, because of, because yeah, so that the first half brought it down, but the second half was just as good, just as good as infinity war, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was actually this. I noticed this the second time that Thanos was much better in Infinity War. This one, he was just like, um, you know, your fucking run of the mill baddie. He was just there doing doing Mm. bad stuff. You didn't see any story. There was no like background, no motivation. There was no no like character arc at all. He was just there, fuck shit up and win. Um, where Infinity War, like, I mean, you could argue that it was like the movie was following his, it was like his story almost. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely by, and I've seen this a lot in a lot of breakdowns analysis, like he is sort of the protagonist of that movie in in that it follows his arc. Right. So that, that was actually a little disappointing in this one because he was, you know, you saw so many different dimensions in that first one. This one, he's just like, I'm coming to kill everybody. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd probably agree with a lot of that. I, I, yeah, I'd give Infinity War 10 out of 10. Um, it's, it's my favorite comic book movie. I think it's the best comic book movie immediately after The Dark Knight. Um, Did you, have you seen and, Logan? And I was just going to say before, right before Logan. Okay. Um, so those are the top three. And it's, I'd say Infinity War is, really close to logan but that's primarily because uh wolverine's been my favorite like superhero character for forever since i started the comic books but i think overall um infinity war is probably like a better movie uh than logan um but just the scope is so much broader so it's kind of hard to compare than the two but yeah definitely dark knight and infinity war i'd say infinity war and logan are a close second or second and third <clears throat> okay but uh, but yeah so 10 out of 10 for infinity war for endgame <sighs> yeah i'm i'm gonna have to give it like a six or a seven out of ten maybe yeah that's where it falls six, i don't six think it's half. i don't think it's better than a seven <sighs> I might be inclined to go up to 7.5 just because of the way it wraps things up. And, like, I do kind of like that it, it was a pretty aggressive fan service in a lot of ways. From, mm. you know, from going back and back to some of the earlier movies, including the first That's Avengers. True. Um, the uh, the The Cap getting Milner. Um... The Tony, the the prolonged Tony send off was. Um, well, well, let me back up. The um, the Avengers assemble, uh, the I am Iron Man, and then snap. Um, 
And then, I, yeah, Tony's like send off was Tony's last moment with Pepper was good and fan service. Um, the, all the hero, like having literally every fucking hero they've had in, in all those movies <laughs> in the last fight. Um, uh. But yeah, like I, th- I totally agree. Thanos is is definitely, I'd say the the scene, the early Thanos stuff where he's on the farm, is even though it's really short, is better Thanos than than later Thanos, which is yeah the 2014 Thanos brought brought to the present. But because um, yeah, he is just like kill him, like kill him all, burn him all, like Eris. I agree. Um, and the I will say the the fight between Thor, Hulk, no Thor, Iron Man, Cap versus Thanos, that was probably better than I see. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's better than the tight the fight on Titan. Um, mm, or I would put the them Wakanda as fight. I would put them as equal. And and just before we get to specific details, like the the last fight with all the heroes i thought was overkill um i didn't really i thought it was just like okay well we got to shoehorn black panther in so we have this thing where we need to get the the gauntlet away from the center and it's just like a relay race basically where we can yeah. just sort of shoehorn <laughs> in all the characters that we know the fans are going to want to see so you know black panther spider-man but it's um it's uh it's just uh, lip service basically it doesn't like it's like those i don't know like something about infinity war this those moments felt more impactful even though like black panther was only in it for a little while it's like showing him helping winter soldier and like being down to help everybody and even at the the risk of endangering his his country that he's sworn to protect you know that that felt something and this in this it was just like it's it's like uh, kids playing with action figures you know in a in a playpen you know where they just pull them all out and they just knocking them against each other and going yeah i I think it like you said i think that was part of the problem is that they wanted to make sure that the fans were happy to leave you know to leave the whole series on a positive note but then at the same time, they also wanted to make sure that you saw everyone that turned to dust. They wanted to make sure you saw them come back to life right. and they had to put them in somewhere. And then everybody needed like a little bit of screen time. Like, don't forget about these guys because they're still in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they'll be having movies coming out. So exactly, still have a lot of love. I, I feel like that's like, I like Spider-Man a lot. And Spider-Man's, like, Tom Holland does a great job. I like this version of Spider-Man. But I think that's why they featured him so heavily in that last fight, because his movie's coming out next. Um, yeah. Right? Be. I mean, Isn't he's, it? well, he's a, Spider-Man's a perennial fan favorite, so. Um, that's I, true. That's true. But, but I like this one better than all of them, I think, now. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's Tom Holland, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's easily the best, um, in, in my view, as well. Um, yeah, and they just had to throw everybody in there. Like, it, I it, at a certain point, it was overkill. And then it's like the CGI was really good, though. Too, I'll give them the effects are really good. Yeah. Um, overall, all around, like I had no problem with any of the special effects, Even including the Hulk. 
You know Professor I didn't like Hope. that shit. You know I didn't like that well, shit. Well, d- just from a CGI standpoint. He looked good. That's true. Yeah, he, so Professor Hulk is not quite as big as Hulk, but uh, it was messed up. It's, you know what was interesting? I noticed this like sort of bit the first time, but the second time for sure, they did a really good job. They probably did the same thing, like whatever they did with Thanos, with his face and like the mm-hmm. way his mouth moves, because yeah. he looked just like how Mark Ruffalo like moves, like his mouth and his face yeah. and like his facial expressions. Like, yeah, Ruffalo definitely has some pretty specific mannerisms uh, in yeah. his, his acting and his in his face, um, and yeah, they they clearly spent a lot of fucking lot of time and a lot of money getting Thanos face and and uh, and Hulk face to be totally yeah dark. they look completely believable yeah I mean maybe that's why they didn't have Hulk hardly at all in uh, in Infinity Wars because man that that has to be so expensive just creating right? these characters and it's making probably sure like inter- 30 like properly. at least like 30 to 50 people just working on that Hulk alone probably yeah yeah um yeah well we can why don't i mean we don't have to go through the whole plot um but i definitely jotted down some moments that stood out um that we can go over um unless you do you have any other sort of general things before we get um do i have anything else general i mean well, no, we, we'll the run the... actually the runtime didn't even seem that bad to me. I, I mean, they maybe could have cut some stuff out in the beginning, but it didn't. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, they they definitely ling in the in the first half. I mean, yeah, we can. And I, actually, I want to touch on the the first half or the first hour, I'll say, um, which was you know aside from them very quickly going and killing Thanos uh, at his home, at garden. Um, yeah, it was really dour. Um, there was just a lot of talking about how they were upset. Um, it's sort of rehashed over and over, which which I did find annoying, and like how they're failing at, you know, finding him, what they're meant to do with their life, moving on with their life five years later. No, hello, hello. I lost ya. You there? Hello? Is this still going? What's happening here? You know? Oh, there you go. Back. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? All right. Yeah. I'm going to, okay, I guess you dropped out, but you're back. I'm, I'm going to continue on because I think it's still recording. Uh, inside, behind the scenes, listeners. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I was talking about like how, how dour and, and just kind of, emotionally low the the first hour was uh yeah just people most dwelling. just people dwelling on their you know with their loss which you know makes sense um but uh, you know i was saying they, they could have stood standard stood standard to even some wait, shots wait what did, what did you say <laughs> I, I, <laughs> They could, well, there's a, there's a phrase you could stand to, but I was trying to do it in the past tense, so they, they could have stood to, or standed to, I don't know which one it is. 
Okay. So they could have steed to. Uh, oh, there we go. I like that version. Reduced, <laughs> just just certain shots. They could have cut three seconds off, or maybe even you know five to ten seconds, and that'll that'll move the, that'll make the movie feel like it's moving along a little little bit quicker um, during these these sort of thematically heavy, emotionally heavy moments. Um, but they didn't. I mean, you know, fuck three hours. God. For me, it it felt like three hours. It definitely, I definitely felt every bit of it. Mm. Whereas Infinity, I, War, I definitely, I felt it the second time in the first half. Yeah, but as soon I, as they went back in time, I was, I'd say, I Infinity was fully War, engaged. Infinity War is two hours and twenty minutes. I swear, it feels like it's ninety minutes. Cause yeah, that's that's the thing. Like people were worried about this three hours, but then I started thinking back to like Lord of the Rings, and it's like that all them oh, shits were long. I hated Lord of the Rings. I, I hated Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Fuck that. that oh, God, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, if you want to. no, that's all I'm saying. That's it. That's it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with Lord <laughs> of the Rings talk. No, it's fine. I I do get the comparison and. You know, I, I felt even in Endgame there were there were too many endings as well. Um, mm. We can get to well, that. Well, they had all those characters. They had to. I don't think you have to. I don't think you do. I think you give Tony his ending, Cap, all right, fine. Um, and who else? That was it. Thor? Thor got two endings. Cause he's like, what do you mean Two. He's passing oh, off the thing yeah, to yeah, yeah, uh, Valkyrie, yeah. and then he goes and fucks around on the the Guardians jet. We gotta talk about Thor too. <laughs> talk about Thor, this. Though. All right. Talk yeah. about this. All right. Well, let's let's get into the moments then, the specifics. So you can you why don't you start with your thoughts on Thor? Um. So all right. You don't, like, so, you don't like the the beer belly. I I didn't read. I haven't actually read anything about this movie because like I told you, the two of us started avoiding it like a week out. We started avoiding anything on the internet about the entire movie. Right. Um, well, as I did say in the, the episode, our last podcast episode, I did see a... Um, oh, yeah, that's that, right. Ex uh, explain. Explain the effects of spoiling yourself. <laughs> so, you know, we talk about spoilers a lot on this, sh on this show. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll say it. I'm addicted to them. Um, it's, it's an issue. It's become a problem. Well, it's become a problem now because the, so there was five minutes that, that, that from the movie that leaked about two weeks out. And I couldn't help but watch it. But the really annoying part of that that five minute clip package is that it was almost perfectly just the key moments throughout the movie throughout, like throughout the whole movie and it spoiled some really key events like uh it spoiled the avengers assemble like cap saying that uh the people coming through the wor the wormholes at, at the end the orange uh, doctor strange holes it spoiled uh it showed cap fighting cap back in time it showed them back in the Battle of New York. It showed um, Captain Marvel destroying the um, the uh, the spaceship at the Thanos' ship at the end. Like it showed all the key moments. Like it showed, oh, it spoiled Fat Thor too. And Dang. I got I gotta say, like yeah, I, I I look, I regret having watched it. I knew it was even just reading the descriptions of it before, or just like. Not even the full descriptions of the spoiler reel, just like the fact that there was one and that people were saying, yeah, it's fucking serious. Don't watch it. 
unless you want to be seriously spoiled. And I was like, ah, eh, no, I'm good. It's only five minutes. It's a three-hour movie. I'll be good. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I, I did spoil. Like, literally, I, I'm disappointed that I that I knew about those moments because I would have preferred to see them in context in the flow of the movie with all the, like, the good audio and good visuals and being immersed in it. No, I still enjoyed yeah. it. I definitely still enjoyed the movie. Um, you know, seven out of ten notwithstanding. Um, but, yeah, I, I regret it. So you Spoiled be, yourself. I'm going to be more careful. I'm going to try to learn from this. I'm all right. Careful all right. You learned your lesson. Yeah. So let's... I know. So fat, fat Thor. What you think is too much of a jabroni? What, what, what's going on? No. So <clears throat> I didn't mind him later on in the movie, and all right. So I guess it starts with the Thor movies in general. I found all of them to be pretty boring, except yeah. for the last one. I fell asleep during all the Thor movies, and I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch some of um, Thor Two: The Dark World. Mm-hmm. And oh no no sorry I watched a like a fight the f- big fight clip a clip on YouTube of the final fight at the end it's supposed to be like the big super battle and man I was falling asleep it was like a four minute yeah clip. I think I fell asleep four separate times while I was watching wait the on clip. the clip in the clip the I felt thing. like I wanted to put a clip in a gun and shoot myself in the head while I was watching that that's terrible <laughs> okay I take um... that back. <laughs> But what I was saying, so I think those those movies, he's incredibly boring. However, when he's in the Avengers, like he's kind of charming, a little more funny when he has these other characters to play off of, such as like your Tony Starks and your your Rockets now. Mm-hmm. And then when he got into Ragnarok and then Infinity War, I think that they they found that um, what's his name, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Like they, they found like his his like natural comedy abilities. However, yeah. I just I just think they like took this shit too far in this one. Like hmm. it was it was like too much joke time. Like every scene he was on had to be some joke shit until like it was time to fight. Yeah, you know, that's I hadn't I hadn't considered that. Yeah, but like every scene it is his some joke about him being too hungover or or mm-hmm. or, or drunk to, to function properly. Yeah, and even when he was fighting, all jokes. Like, yeah, even when he was fighting, like when Cap got the Mjolnir, he was like, "Oh, I knew it! Yeah, dude! Yeah, bruh, <laughs> bruh." And I, I don't know if like why they were going so hard with like the Lebowski shtick once mm-hmm. he came back. Like that was a little annoying because that's mm-hmm. all you could. He was he he was essentially Big Lebowski when he when he rejoined them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so was an aggressive um mimic of of that of Lebowski. That's interesting. Jeff Jeff Bridges, who played the big Lebowski, right? Oh yeah, he was in one of those movies. He's right? in uh, the first Iron Man. He's the villain. Yeah. See, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, um, I got I got that from Reddit, so I can't take. <laughs> I knew he was in one. And then well, everyone's so, been in at least one Marvel movie. It seems like at this point. Oh, who was that dude at the end? The kid at, the, at Tony's funeral. Yeah, the tall, awkward-looking kid. Talk, yeah, so that's the kid from Iron Man Three. Mm-hmm. Same actor. 
Never saw I, that movie. I saw like the last half of it, and yeah, it's pretty bad. But there is like a, basically a kid who kind of he kind of mentors a little bit. Um, and after he saves it saves his life, I think the kid helps him by like I don't know throwing an iron glove at him while he's fighting somebody or something, something stupid. Mm. But yeah, it's that kid. I thought it was Tom. Okay. For the longest, I thought it was I thought it was Spider Man for a while, and I was like, why does Spider Man look so? Does he look different now? No, that is him. That has to be him. Because yeah, I, I, I didn't remember him earlier in that in that tracking shot. Yeah, I just I guess I just hadn't. I didn't know who he was at all. Um, let's think. What else? Vormir. Okay, Vormir was oh so disappointing. You didn't like that part? Not at all. It it, it lacked like all of the emotional weight that the Infinity War Vormir scenes had. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ab- totally it had good. absolutely none of it. Yeah, and I felt like it broke the rules a little bit because I think in Infinity War it was like you have to kill the 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 thing or the what you love the most, let's say. And then I feel like he changed the rules to to where he said like something you love or something. Like so, something like real you like think so. He did say some, something <laughs> to to allow for like either of them to like be responsible for the other's death or not they didn't even have to be responsible for the death like they could just die there and what is it they have to as long as they watch them or they're upset about it like what the fuck no someone so you have to i think he still killed his own daughter and it's like these two like i don't know poker buddies like bickering no they they love each other i don't i see i don't think there was enough enough background between them i didn't care like I, that sounds real harsh. I didn't care that she died. <laughs> like, she died, and she's a cool character. But yeah, there was, there was, there was nothing there. When when she died, I was like, oh, she died. I was like, these two are having like some fucking three stooges fight to see who can jump <laughs> off the edge faster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did like. I will say, I did like the the like sort of fight choreography and stunt work around that. Like, because like she tackled him to the ground. She started running. He threw like one of his bomb arrows yeah. that hit hit near her her legs that knocked her over. So right. he jumped, and then she jumped with that grappling line and like sort of finagled him around, yoked him up in it, and then dropped. But yeah, it went on too long. I, I'm sorry, I didn't buy that they even if it's just platonic love, friendship love. Um, yeah, so I I was. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't mind it as much as you apparently did, but I, it seemed yeah, it like it really lowered, got under my skin. It seemed like it lowered the stakes for how to get the Soul Stone. Yeah, because that was part of the like humanizing aspect for for Thanos. She was like, "Oh, you're crying. Oh, those real tears or whatever." And then uh, Red Skull's like, "They're not tears for him." And then she realizes that she's gonna die. Right. And then he is actually sad about it. In English, right. according to Antenna Girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he feels angry. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's let's move on. Unless you had any... Because I just have, like, random moments that I'm going to pull out. And that fight, I love that. Three, that three-on-one fight. Cap, Iron Man, and oh, Thor versus Thanos. That, yeah, mm. that's, that's one of the that best. Was, that was top-notch. From the entire MCU. I mean, Winter Soldier probably has... 
No, Mr. I think Soldier in, has some good. Infinity War was, probably has the best fights. What was uh, the one where Cap was in the elevator and then he had to throw down? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was real good. That's what I thought. Okay. And the highway fight too. Yeah. Uh, I think Infinity War tops those just because of the the variety of characters involved and the different sort of schemes they set up with their making use of each of their their different types of powers. Um. And then. Uh yeah, the the three on one fight where damn Thanos is in with that sword, like he was he was moving real quick. Uh-huh. He was beating them down pretty bad for the most part. I don't know if he would have eventually won, maybe had the others not come in. Uh, you know, he might have because there was that part where it was just cat. I forget where Iron Man and, and Thor were at that point. I don't know if they were. Thor, had, Thor had had gotten had them a good solid beatdown. Had them and, out of sleep. Yeah, I don't remember what happened to the other one. Um, and then Cap, Cap's shield was was broken in half. Yeah, but Cap, you know, Cap got that don't quit in him, and he stood up, tightened his, yeah, tightened that shield. Everyone was like, "Yeah!" People were cheering in this one. People were, yeah, in in the Brooklyn one, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, people weren't cheering at, like, anything. Not really. Like, when, he picked like, up, hey, when he picked hey. up Thor's hammer, yeah, people loved that. That scene, like, with him and the hammer and the shield going at going at Thanos, yeah. that, that got a super reaction out of yeah, the crowd. Yeah, there was one part that he did this really nice move where he threw his shield out at Thanos. Thanos dodged it to the side and then he threw the hammer. The hammer Thanos also dodged, but the hammer hit the shield, bounced that back, hit Thanos in the back of the head. Yeah. That's a pretty clever it was, move. It was good. Real good. So I gotta I gotta remember that. In case anyone's trying to no, I'm not gonna <laughs> be throwing like throwing, you walking like, around a, with a hammer and a shield. No, it'd be more like a like a uh, styrofoam container. A street meat is my shield, and I don't know my my iPhone is my hammer. <laughs> just throw, just try to throw that at someone if they're chasing me or something. <laughs> here, here, take the phone. That doesn't work. Oh okay, God. just cover them and you know white sauce and lamb and chicken and <laughs> <in> aromas <laughs> and run <laughs> just run <laughs> run away uh, excellent plan yeah okay well let me get to my moments here uh first off the taco scene why the fuck was ant-man pushing all the fillings out of the taco oh you <laughs> oh man you had a strong reaction to that taco in in the theater you were disgusted. I did. You yeah. were disgusted. Even I was surprised by how shocked I was by that. Because, but what was he? Do? Is that something from Ant Man? Why was I don't he know. pushing? He pushed like all the toppings out of his taco. No, no, no. I, he was, I think he was trying to push them back in because they it, taco they they fell out. I think some fell out, and but as he was trying to push them back in, he failed and wound up pushing them out again. And then oh, like, no, man. and then like some wind came by. I don't know if that was Tony Stark's car. No, it was the so, the rocket spaceship coming down. Oh, that's right, right. So that so that blew out even more toppings. Right. And then Hulk gave him a, a couple tacos, but but damn, Hulk was eating like a fucking 
looks like like a like a like a whale collecting mm -hmm. collecting krill and shrimp in its gullet as it swims through the water. That's you like, have to. Yeah. But yeah, what I don't know. The man so the taco thing yeah, that just annoyed me. I don't know. It hit me at the certain moment. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about that that was just like what the fuck I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What is this? Yeah. It clearly bothered you. I don't you did you let out some sort of audible dis <laughs> disgust. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. it's like, whoa. I was like, it's just a taco, man. Yeah. All right. So um I have uh I wrote down Hawkeye's got love for Nat. All right, we covered that. Um them roughing up Thanos early. I guess that was kind of fun to see. Like, it was interesting to see. Like, I didn't watch Captain Marvel, so, like, the look on Captain Marvel's face when she had Thanos in a headlock looked real, like, stern and oh, militaristic. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. She was very stern. She, she liked that in her movie. I, I, I think she was, like, a little overconfident so, in this movie. movie. I didn't like her in this. To be, yeah, she was, like, I didn't cocky. like it. Is she like she that was in the all movie? like, yeah, you don't need to see that movie. Okay, I'm not okay. sounding like rude, but it's like <laughs> okay movie. I give it a five out of ten. It's like it's fine. Okay. Um, I yeah, I liked I liked how she bashed in and had him like yoked up in that headlock. And they cut his arm off. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Obviously, that was. knowing that it's twenty minutes in, they cut his head's laying on the floor blinking wondering what happened and there's other scenes from the trailer that we haven't seen yet so we know like that's not really the end of them i was i was curious as to how they were gonna bring him back i mean obviously it was gonna be some kind of time travel right foo for all um <laughs> but yeah so i got the i um uh, let's see. Living. Oh, I, I wrote down living around Rocket for five years. So, Rocket and Nebula went off together, and I guess they were sort of like. I guess he was kind of probably bumming around between the Avengers HQ and going out into space and looking around, maybe. Right. Because uh... he, he did come back in that jet. Um, during the taco scene, right. No, it was part of them. Um, so remember, Black Widow was talking to them about the holograms. Um, yeah, the holograms, and so that was there. They'd split up, and they were all on like whatever different missions or whatever. Right. And they were they were a team, and they had you know they were in their Avengers Assemble mode, bringing everybody back, back back home. Um, and yeah, Captain Marvel was like. like I gotta save the universe, so don't be calling me. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but then I was, but I guess I was more like dealing with Rocket. Rocket's such an abrasive personality type. Yeah, but you didn't like Nebula either. You, you didn't like her intensity. Um, I, I towards the end, I kind of liked that she, her she was so one note about like looking sinister while doing everything, including nice things <laughs> and being helpful. Like she just I don't know, it was just that look. But no, I I wouldn't say I didn't like her. I I definitely liked her a lot more than Captain Marvel. Um, and you know, for for that actress, had to play both you know 
older and like kind of beat down and re- realizing the error of her ways nebula and then sort of young punky like you know rah rah shish for thanos thanos yeah that okay that's true i didn't give her credit for that um and okay so just a couple more things so here's here's a key thing and this goes back to to thanos being um so one note because it's at some point towards the end thanos gets the upper hand and he's like look fuck all this killing half of everything um i'm just next snap is going to be me wiping out all life and i'm going to start from scratch with yes with uh i'm going to build life myself in my as i see fit and the thing is there like you, you know this is this is a critique of thanos character arc development that is not done as well here as it is infinity war and I, I think I got this from from I watched a couple different YouTube breakdowns, et cetera, and I read some stuff on it. And I, so this partially comes from that. But basically, like he never gave up his mindset of, you know, what I'm doing is wrong, like ending life. Like he didn't he never saw the error of his ways in any part of this. He was still stubborn to the end, even when he knew he was getting about to get dusted. He just kind of no, sat and was like, damn. No. Like, he, he, no, because if his answer to, you know, I didn't kill enough people, is, or his answer to, well, it didn't work when I killed half people, so I need to kill more, as opposed to... Right, he has yeah, to kill everybody. Maybe I, maybe I need to find a balance that doesn't yeah, involve yeah, that people wanting to kill me afterwards. But no, he didn't that was see the that. error. That was the error of his ways, as he saw it. No, his error was kill everybody. No, his... Mm-hmm. his but that's that's the problem. No, 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 no. In his mind, the error was the people that had been left behind was killing half, right? Yeah. These stubborn, these stubborn earthlings. Yeah. The the people that had been left behind still remembered what was, mm-hmm. and they weren't going to let it go. And so yeah. then he decided, well, now I just got to kill everybody and start a new world. Yeah. No, I get that. That but that's, that was his solution. I know. But, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's not good character development that's wrong because it's still it's doubling down on your thing where i'm going to kill my way out of this okay yeah that's true it just, i'll just kill even more people yeah as opposed yeah. to I, I guess it's just like and it's this is just me writing my own movie you know whatever but it would have been interesting i think to see if he's like an inkling of fuck maybe i'm actually wrong maybe my perspective of of this is just wrong but it's i've gone this far and i've lost too much so i can't i can't face up to that even if i realize it in the back of my mind you know that would be really tragic and and in my view more interesting than just like you know killing a kill i didn't kill enough so let me kill more like that's because that is just like you know mad genius comic book villain that's you know, just wants to blow everything up. It's just not as interesting. It's it's definitely not. And we're in agreement that he wasn't as interesting. Yeah. However, I also think that perhaps if he hadn't seen the future, then maybe things right. would have been like a little, his thinking could have been, I don't actually know. No, it would have been his original because half he thinking. Didn't, he yeah. didn't, he, well, he saw the result of his, his half- kill half yeah. and i guess he didn't live through it at 
the, the 2014 Dennis hadn't lived through it. So I suppose there's no real reason for him to completely change his mindset. He hasn't been through yeah. all the shit getting the six stones. He's And he hasn't had to sacrifice Gamora either. You know? Right. And he doesn't know that's happening. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and at, at that point, he doesn't realize. So the 2014 Thanos doesn't realize that part of getting that one stone is going to be killing Gamora. Like, he doesn't realize yeah. that until he gets to that mountaintop. He just knows that he wins. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh that's a good point. Cause, right. Yeah, so all he's seeing, all 2014 Thanos is seeing is, well, my strategy uh, was done, like the killing half of it. I was able to do it, but it didn't work, so. You know, you know what, though? Like, because they streamed um, present-day Nebula, but present-day Nebula would would know that Gamora was killed by him. Um, but she had she didn't I have any visual yes. she didn't have any visual she didn't have memory the visual of it. on that. But she, she just didn't knew know. right. She, she put knew two that, and two together. He, right, she figured it out. Okay, so maybe maybe that wouldn't have been in her whatever her memory storage. Yeah, and I don't I don't think they went through the entirety of her memory banks in, in that moment either. It was a limited amount of time where they saw the key stuff. Oh, wait, no. Then they, they did have her hostage. That's right, because she was locked up on that ship. So I guess, yeah, they could have spent some time going through her memory banks. Maybe they yeah. just didn't know to look for that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Um, uh, oh, yeah, my other weird thing was like, Okay, when Captain Marvel found them, right? <laughs> found, found Tony. Oh, found yeah. Tony. Like, how fucking far away were they? <laughs> Think of, like, how long would it take them to get back? Didn't he say, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, because didn't he say we only have, like, five hours of oxygen left? Or Something like that. They've been out there 21 days. They're in, like, another yeah. galaxy, like, and she just makes it back in time. It's all good. I don't know. I guess so. I only thought about I mean, that the second time. I didn't think about that the first time I saw it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be something like, you know, at the end of Captain Marvel, she shows up at Avengers HQ. They probably fill her in on what's been going on. And then they probably said, well, first off, we need to see if it, I guess, yeah, look for Tony first. Like, he's the point person. Yeah. But wouldn't, why wouldn't she I don't know just how take she a ship? Him. Right. How did she find him? I think that's the key thing. Yeah, how how the fuck did she find him? What is she? I mean, because I don't think those Avengers back at at HQ, which would have been let's see Thor, uh, War Machine. Yeah, they were all in Wakanda, so they wouldn't necessarily know that to, where Tony was exactly cause when he flew off on that uh-uh. on a uh, that one dude's uh, spaceship. Yeah, so I don't know. That that's just whatever. I let it go. Yeah, yeah. I can like look. There are I think plot holes introduced with this time travel. The fucking every fucking YouTube breakdown of this talks a lot about the time travel shit, and I'm kind of sick of it. And like, yeah, I just plot holes, I, so I don't even want. I just completely just let the time travel go. I'm like, I'm not breaking my brain. Yeah, I, I've I've thought too much about Terminator time travel to deal with this time travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta do Terminator Two. Had that been me, I think I don't think we've done that yet. We'll do that next time. 
that's a good that's a good lot of good material there but yeah i i was content to just be like you know what comic comic book rules for time travel this they can have their own set of every movie franchise gets their own set of rules and yeah they they were consistent enough with it that i'm like i'm i'll be goddamned if i spend my time nitpicking this shit it's uh, yeah i felt the same way i was like "Ah, okay yeah time travel i'll just i'm along for the ride let's go yeah and then I, I guess we we should we still got to get into Game of Thrones, but we'll um, oof, talk oof, about oof. the already the you know the Iron Man and uh, and Cap send offs. You know, I thought they were well done. I think I think Iron Man's character deserves a you know a good good little funeral scene. I don't, I don't think it was overly long. Um, I don't think so either. You know, I got a lot of love for for Robert Downey Jr. as an actor. I think he's he's great. Um, I remember seeing him like you know everyone knew about him and through the '90s and the issues he was having um, in his personal life and stuff with, with drug addiction and jail and etc. But you know, I remember I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was um, uh, have you seen that movie? No, it, it looked terrible to me. Oh no no no! It's really fucking good, man. Um, but that was like an action sort of crime or like a crime caper comedy that was. Was he in there with Val? Was he in Val, Val Kilmer in that? Yeah. Oh, that's but, why it looked so terrible. But, oh, Val, that's one of Val Kilmer's best roles. Like he's hilarious in that movie. Really? I really highly recommend. I, I don't want to tell you too much about it, but I highly recommend it. Better but, than Val Kilmer and Willow? Um, little, yes, a little bit. Less, mm. less swords than willow and less leather actually maybe roughly the same amount of leather but um but anyway that movie and zodiac were were rdj's comeback oh yeah he was real good in zodiac Zodiac, another amazing movie um you gotta see kiss kiss bang bang man it's really good i've actually been avoiding it because it looks so terrible but i'll take your recommendation all right um so you know this is uh, who knows what rdj is gonna do after this, probably, I mean, probably literally anything he wants. This guy's I was actually yeah. talking to my guy, that my friend that I was watching this with um, on uh, Monday. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, so he was really distraught about Captain America being gone because I think that was his favorite character. And then we talked about Iron Man. But then we were talking, and it's like, Rob Johnny Jr. hasn't been doing anything since he started this, right? He's just been doing this. He's done only like one or two other movies. I know he did like some kind of weird comedy with with Jamie Fox in like what? Oh, actually, he did two movies with Jamie Fox in two thousand nine and two thousand ten. What? <laughs> yeah. What movies yeah. are these? Well, this was back when I was really into Jamie's radio show, and so he would promote these movies all the time. So I, I remember them pretty distinctly. Um, one was like a road trip movie where. He, he had to get his kid back or he's riding with his kid and then one was uh, the soloist where he, he <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> what, what is, that? is that about the costume my, my yes. Halloween costume okay. yes. yeah, that makes sense <laughs> the soloist might have actually been two, I think it was 2008 so that was the same year as Iron Man um, okay. So he's done some other. He was in that movie with Robert Duvall. Yo, Jamie Foxx had that fucked up haircut in that movie. <laughs> it's 
That's what you always comment on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but he hasn't, right? I think I haven't looked it up, but yeah, he's just been chilling, like collecting this Marvel money. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's fine. I, I could see him going back to just doing some dramas. It's going to be hard to shake this Tony Stark like image in, in people's minds, though, and in, in anything else he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? They might be, I think they're actually doing another Sherlock movie now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. They did two of them, right? They did two of those, yeah. So he's been working. Okay. So I guess we were wrong. I'm going to tell him you were wrong. Okay. That's interesting. I'm going to send him a message. I mean, like, Visceral Visceral, Visceral said, I'm wrong. Visceral said, you're the only one who said it. (laughs) I did. Okay. Today, so I did. I mean, the crowd reactions from your, your theater. Go, so go the cra- the crowd reactions, um, it was pretty quiet. There was like general laughs. When did they get? When did people get loud? So people got loud as Avengers Assemble moment. Everyone loved it. They, right. Oh man, they ate that shit up. Um, when Black Panther came through, that got a big reaction. Black Panther and his crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody else was coming through. But out of out of this Avengers Assemble, um, Spider-Man got the biggest reaction when he came swinging through. I could see people, that. People loved Spider-Man coming yeah, man, through. He's the classic. I mean, yeah, he's, he's probably the biggest comic book character after Superman and Batman, just in all of comics. You know what? You're right. Even bigger than Wolverine, I think. I mean, now nowadays. Well, do you remember back oh, yeah. in like 2008? No one gave a fuck about Iron Man. Nobody cared and about Iron was, Man. He was a he drunk. Was like, he was a drunk in the comics, and that's probably because he knew no one g- gave a shit. <laughs> he was like this secondary character at best. Yeah. Yeah. No one cared. I will. But uh, that's that's Robert Downey Jr. Like, like yeah, making that like an indelible. Give him credit for that. Yeah. Um, let me think. The other big reactions, people loved it when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. Um, what was it? What was this quote? Do, let me read this quote that you sent me. <laughs> you ready for that one? Where is it? Oh shit! Did I accidentally? I think I accidentally deleted all your your text messages to me because I was trying to Accident- do- accidentally, huh? I was gonna. I went to delete something Accidentally. else. Accidentally, I get these texts mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. I get these texts from Upright Citizens Brigade about new classes. I remember they have. this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fuck! I think I did. Fuck! That's like Apple makes it so easy to delete all these shits, man. That's like ten years of text. Oh man. It's all right. But but oh, out of all of that, like the good the good reaction. Well, what was this? The one. Someone the best, said something stupid. The best was the snap. So after he got after he got the gauntlet, and then Thanos, he's about Thanos, to snap. About. Yeah, Thanos picked it up, and then Tony ran over, and somebody actually called it out. They're like, "He took them shits," but that was kind of <laughs> low. Yeah, and I was like, I already knew he took them, but I was like, oh, people are clever in here, yeah. and then. And then he went to snap and nothing happened. And he turned and saw his blink and someone yelled out. This was, the crowd was all quiet. They just did that. Stupid. <laughs> and then, and then, and then everyone laughed. That? 
Yeah, that's people like good. that. I would they ate that up. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it was the same guy? Who that's, said... that stupid was perfect. No, it came from a different part of the theater. Okay. That stupid was good. And there were people, there were uh, Thanos sympathizers. Somebody when Thanos died, they're like, fuck, man. I like really? Thanos. Yes. They said, I like Thanos? Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that. There, I, I have seen this hashtag, Thanos did nothing wrong, that I think came Ooh, around. Like, I never heard about that. that. That was more like last summer after the Infinity Wars came out. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's some fucking genocidal maniacs out there on Twitter. Uh, not too surprising. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's let's move on from one genocidal maniac to an, to yet another in a different, much beloved series, uh, Game of Thrones, season eight, episode three, The Long Night, which they've been hyping this episode. I was actually a little surprised at how much detail HBO like let go throughout like entertainment, weekly articles, etc. Like. They kept saying this is a 55-minute long battle scene, which is the most prolonged that's ever been on. on do you think screen. that maybe they were like, I don't know, they didn't. They obviously didn't need to do anything to hype it up, but maybe they were just trying to like dissuade people from looking for spoilers or trying to spoil it by like leaking certain details about it. Oh, did did um. Not they didn't okay, even leak, so but just like, like give just them like a little giving... bit just so they have something so they don't go right. searching. Right. Uh you know, that that could be part of their like you know, more aggressive or um fuck, what's the word? Uh more psychological uh spoiler prevention techniques. I'm sure they have like a whole you know, team a whole East Coast and West Coast and international teams that, that just work on preventing spoilers from getting out. Yeah. Um, so maybe. I don't know. I, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, I mean, they did a pretty good job. Nothing. I mean, you haven't been looking. You gave the, the spoiler for the first episode, which was spot on. But then... Right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then I stopped looking because I was like, with this, it's like it's only six... It's only an hour each. And it's like... It became more of a hassle to, to root through all the bullshit online to, to find stuff that seemed legitimate. So, yeah, I just gave up. And, you know, it's for the best, definitely, especially after the endgame thing. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say this, right? I think I was like you in my anticipation and, and expectations for Endgame were at a fucking sky high that have never been, I don't think I've ever felt that way about a movie coming out um, before that. Maybe Dark Knight. Yeah, maybe. I, I would say Dark Knight Rises set my, mm. my expectations up. Okay, Just with yeah. how good Dark Knight was. Yes. But, and then this, this TV show, I'm going to give you my, I don't even, I'm not going to give you my breakdown. I'm going to give you my review. Nice. This might have been the best episode of TV I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Wow. Wow. wow I was trying, for, for the past two days, I've been trying to think of a better episode from start to finish. And I can think of episodes that hmm. have parts that have parts that are like on par or better, but I can't think of someone, an episode that was as good or better from start to finish. Wow. Can you? Well, you know, I, 
I this is the first time even thinking about it in that context where it could be the best of all time. I mean, I I definitely loved it. I don't. So the only things that come to mind immediately are um, some old person's going to be like the mash finale. Like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, well then I'll move on to number two on my list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say like I think season four, the finale of, or actually the episode before the finale of season four of The Wire with the kids where everything just went to shit for, for the Maybe. kids. Uh, the, the season finale of The Shield. Um, which one? The, the series finale? Or the, sorry, the se- series series finale. I never Shield, saw, I, I didn't get all the way through the series. Yeah, it which, was very but, good, though. That was that your was, recommendation to me. That one gets a lot of points because it, it's, it was so perfect as a finale. Like, it wrapped things up really, really tightly. Like, really nice. Um, so it gets some bonus points for that. Um, there's maybe maybe the Whitecaps episode of The Sopranos where he has the big falling out with uh, Carmela. Um, those are the only ones that come to mind immediately. I I would say though I think there's probably better uh, or episodes of Game of Thrones that I like better than than this this one. Although I did really what? Like <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, oh, and gosh. look, I was texting people like people who like don't even watch Game of Thrones. I was texting them right after the show, like, "Holy fucking shit, this was amazing!" Oh my god, I you know, it, you should really get into the series, like that kind of shit. But um, no, like I, I think there are probably episodes like I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of anything. I really like the first season of Game of Thrones. Like I, I really fucking liked it. So I might pick an episode from that if I had to. But I did. I would need some time to think about it. But yeah, what, 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 I mean, why did why did you why do you feel so strongly about this? Was it any particular moment? Was um, you know what I think it was? I think it was. Um, there were a lot of factors, right? There was the anticipation and the build up. You knew, yeah, like helps. all, all, I guess, all leading up to this season, you knew something was going to happen, and you knew this battle. Like you said, all these Entertainment Weekly stories and just all everything you've heard about it, shooting for whatever three weeks at night in Belfast, yep. and how it was how terrible it was, and all that shit. Yep. And then knowing how many major characters were involved in this battle, and knowing that in yeah. Game of Thrones world. Anybody could get it at any time. So you're like, who is going to survive this? Right. Anybody could die here. And like, no, True. nobody, every, I think for every major character, I thought that, you know what? The only one I didn't think could die was Sansa. I feel like she was never in danger. Yeah. Yeah. She um, is, yeah. It's, there's a term, term for that uh, is plot armor. Yeah. Um, but every, everybody else, I was like, oh, they could die right now. Um, yeah. You didn't think so? You didn't feel that way well, about it? No, no, I will say like that it, that episode the Long Night and and the Battle of the Bastards, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking were were the did the best job of presenting like holy shit, they all these people are actually about to die. Like I remember I remember even believing it in the Battle of the Bastards where, where John was in that um that pile up. 
Oh, corpses. That was claustrophobic. I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, there's no way they kill off this character here, but uh, but they presented it so like intensely. Like I was like, oh, right, you fuck, felt like he, he wouldn't be dying. Yeah. Right, but in this being the final season, I'm like, yeah, anybody could like really die right now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I was surprised that it was really only Jorah, Jorah my dog, Jorah, Theon were the big ones, and then yeah, the, uh, Little Bear, um, who I was I was calling her Little Bear. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, and you know that's that's Jorah's uh, little niece, I think. I don't know the relation, but I know they're related. Yeah, um, and then Dolorous Ed from the Night's Watch uh, died in the field. Oh wow! But I never it. knew that dude's name. Yeah, yeah, he plays a big role in the books. He's a lot bigger in the books. You know what pissed me off? Because no, somebody had to save Sam again, and they died for saving Sam. <laughs> Sam Sam better come through. Sam better come through with some hot fire really, at the end. He better. He, really he needs better. to come through with something. He really better, yeah. He, he just keeps surviving. I couldn't believe, like, did he, did he have any moment of bravery, or was he just sniveling the whole time? I think he was. I, he might have killed someone towards the, the very end. What? Probably I'm sorry, fuck, but there's there's some kind of there is fire. some kind of private joke going on right now in my text message feed. I'm very upset. <laughs> in your text message feed, well, that um, was weird. My text messages, my my mom, my dad. No, my dad's not there. My mom, my brother, my brother's wife. Is this there's a group some, chat? Yeah, this is some group chat joke. I don't know what's happening, and nobody's <laughs> explaining it to me. I'm trying to get some eat. I'm trying to get some information. My mom just said something that makes no sense at all. Oh, it's some inside joke that you missed, and that they they're too caught up in the laughter. They don't want to have to explain it to you. This is pissing me off. Oh no! I gotta put this phone down and focus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, if you want, I can get I can get to my stuff, or you you were sort of on the roll there, so. Yeah. So. Um, I'm talking about uh, Sam. Man, that threw me off. Yeah, but Sam got like I don't know what else Sam can do now. He's given all that he can give. He gave all the information. He can't find any more information. There's no more books. He's not in the Citadel. He already told John who he is. Mm -hmm. Like, what's Sam gonna do now? Yeah, that that stuff about John, and I think he had some more info on the Dragon Glass. Well, that was basically it. I don't know. He's just gonna. I mean, definitely be consuming resources. I mean, that's well, harsh. I will that's... say, pl plenty of people died, so it's not as not going to be as big of an issue. Um, when he sits down with a big booyah base in front of him and big. Why does he gotta have that big one? Why can't he just have regular size? Bread, you know. Why can't he just have? <laughs> yeah, a couple loaves of bread to each side, and he's like, oh, he's gonna say something stupid like it helps me think. It helps me think. I, you know. He's gonna be. He's gonna be like me and Tyrion are, are trying to sort this out. What are we gonna do next? <laughs> All that shit. <laughs> thinking, thinking again. Yo, what if what if one of them butter. turns into the Hicks from Aliens and be like, "What are we gonna do now? Just got our asses kicked, man." He's already there. <laughs> All game over, ass. Like game over. <laughs> God, motherfucker. 
Yeah, you should have stayed down with the with the women and and the and the. Yeah, but your your night watch guy was like, it took you long enough. They told him to stay down there, but they really knew he wanted to come up. They wanted him to come up. Yeah. Well, they wanted him to die. No, come on. You know, do you know how long those white those whites would be feasting on his big? Sucking oh ass. come on! <laughs> but they never said that they can they eat people. They just kill them. It looked like that giant was going to eat little bear. Wasn't? Yeah, he? he's gonna bite her to kill her. That's what I felt. I felt like uh, he was gonna bite well, her. Squeeze her to death. You don't need to bite her. Yeah, no, he didn't need that squeeze. He needed to go for that 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 uh. Oh, he needed those style points. Yeah, I don't know. They do get they they do get to biting though. These, these oh, they bite. Yeah, they don't need sores. They bite the shit out you. All right, so that's for sure. All right, so you, you know, look. I, I did really like it. I'm just, I wouldn't put it up as. Oh, okay. So I, then, I, what I, else, I at least got, I at least got to see what how this, this, the whole show ends before I can. Oh, I don't do need it. It can stand it. alone. So then I had my other measurement was like my um, behavior during the show. <laughs> All right. I was like literally, literally, and I don't even like to say that, on the edge of my sofa the entire time. <laughs> um, I didn't look at my phone at all. I had all the lights yeah. off, like I was at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here sipping tea, getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Calm me down, chamomile. I did have some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was gotta, chamomile tea. <laughs> gotta keep on. Gotta keep level. I was like, oh my gosh, I had to put my phone away. And I was just watching. I was like, oh. And then when I, th- well, you had to call me. See, you called me after the episode. Called you right so after. Good. Yep. And then, like like we discussed, when those Dothraki went in there and just got wrecked immediately, I think I shouted out loud, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and I had to, I rewound it and was like, to see if I could see, but you couldn't see anything. They just got wrecked. Yeah, that was a great, great little bit of cinematography and, and editing just to like show because all it had to show was the lights, mm-hmm. the lights from their their fire, you know, flame on swords, um, <laughs> going off, just going out slowly. Like first of all, I was I I did wonder why they just ran in there. Like they know how big this. Like why was it just them? That I know. Had? Now I have a question about the strategy. Like should they have waited for them to? come to them yeah. but that didn't that didn't work either because they just ran through their lines they there broke all their lines yeah there wasn't nearly enough and then you see jorah coming back well ghost coming back like in, in oh terror. i didn't even see ghost came back so ghost made it back i believe he did come back he was next to jorah on the way back <sighs> face is all bloodied up Ghost, yeah, Ghost was like, I know, I know better than this. Get me yeah. out of here. Jorah's, Ghost is just chilling in like some some out of the way cellar without without people, just being quiet. <laughs> Them red eyes, having red eyes and being quiet. Um, uh, okay, so there was there was that. Yeah, I thought the directing was great. It was impressive that there was that um, long of a battle, and I didn't get any sort of like. I don't know, fighting fatigue. They did a really good job with all the fight choreography. The direction was great. Um, like, just the level of intensity and how much I actually cared about the characters. Like, right. 
there was there was no there was no letdown in in any of it as when i you know when you compare it to the avengers it's like ah i don't really care what's happening right now like the first half of the movie like yeah yeah whatever oh they're going back in time okay i'm gonna start paying attention but this one you you couldn't look away i could not at all yeah definitely like i definitely felt that anything could happen at any moment now they they did really save the major stuff for the end but you know they definitely built up the tension correctly or or you know uh what's the word maybe sympathetically or realistically enough to where yeah like the the we can jump to around a little bit but just the moment of of aria being in the library and creeping around and that was before they came out of the crypt i think i think right before they showed the 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 old starks coming yeah i think you're right yeah so i was like damn is is one of these but i i had a sense that that was going to happen because on, on the internet people no one said definitively that it was going to happen uh then coming out of the crypts but people definitely speculated about it and so i was like damn is ned coming is ned stark gonna come out is she gonna see ned <laughs> but he would have been headless so maybe yeah. he wouldn't be able to identify him yeah but like, maybe uh... if he was wearing like his you know his robes or, or whatever yeah man how would he have, he couldn't even attack anybody he can't see do they need their heads? I guess they probably do. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't going to work, but I was just like, that was the level of tension. Where I guess, you know, I thought anything could happen. Right. See, see, that was, that was the whole, not theme, but that was, uh, that was the feel that it gave you for the entire episode that anything was possible right now. Exactly. Like, like, uh-oh, he just raised all them fools up. Jon Snow might get swallowed yeah. by this guy. He's about to die. I'm like, why is he running? He's not fast enough. He needs to turn around. He needs to turn around. Yeah. He's just getting deeper into these fools, and they're going to surround them. Like, that was, that was the only part that was like a little unrealistic, was that he was fending himself off against all them fools for like five minutes. Yeah, like, I, that, I, that, I, I think they misused the dragons to a degree as well like i would have just oh strategy wise i would yeah i would have just been circling winterfell and just breathing fire continuously killing all white walkers as long as the dragons could stand it once they start getting tired have them fly off for a little off to a safe distance yeah and then come back and keep doing it like that i would have done the strategy a little differently as well but i but their whole thing was like lay in wait for the night king to show his face and then fucking jump him two on one with dragons yeah that's true i mean yeah so the big part of their plan was to lure him so i guess i guess they couldn't yeah if that's their plan and they're sticking to it which they were you know right yeah, I guess they, they can't really do that. But. but then it was also for somebody, I think Danny, she was supposed to light up the trench from the signal, but then she was. they, but Night King brought in that, like, that fucking storm, too. It's like, wow. Well, That's pretty smart. That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was maybe the most effective, like, because I totally didn't see that coming. It was like, how, yeah, how are they going to compete against these dragons? Oh, yeah, if the dragons can't see it all. Yeah. Bumping into each other and shit. And then I, you can, you can stay. That was too. good. There were so many good parts to this. And then they pulled that like classic zombie move where like zombies finally figure some shit out. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, when they just walked over each other over the fire trench. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote one of my notes I wrote down is that I, 
one of the well actually that's another thing i had goose i think i had goosebumps pretty much through this entire episode which is rare for me but i really got them when like i don't know it's just basic shit that you see in a lot of action movies that was somehow really effective just based on the, the pacing and the editing and it was when melisandre lit up the moat like all those branches. oh that was terrifying like, but that was a really cool shot because then they pulled out and you saw the whole thing light up right yeah um so that i have the dothraki like yeah again them running into it, it's like all the bs that they put up with coming all the way from essos oh yeah to another land over the water which they hate just and not really having any good battle um up until this like you know how long they beat, they just they beat these fools I mean, I guess they killed wait, uh, wait. Jamie's Jamie's caravan, his money caravan. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. Let me take that back a little bit. But I don't, yeah, I guess maybe is is that why they ran into the the battle? Like they just couldn't hold themselves back. That's just who they are, I think. But that was I, I don't know. I think that was some misguided strategy on the. Uh, I don't know what to call them, the allied, the allies, the allies, the allies from, yeah. Yeah, I think that was just bad strategy. Like, I would have waited for them to come out a little bit more. But, like, and I, like, just from my basic knowledge and very little knowledge of, like, ground warfare, I'm pretty sure that the cavalry doesn't go in first. Right, um, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I don't I'm pretty sure it's usually like infantry goes infantry, in, then yeah. the cavalry then comes. Who were the infantry? Like the the north. That would have been no. That would have been like the the wildings and um yeah. the um the dang. yes. I mean, I think they they needed the unsullied were the most skilled fighters, but they I had think. them for like the last layer of protection, were, yeah, which just, ended up being defensive, right? Yeah, they were purely defensive force. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, the wildlings are definitely more about like just running up on running into some shit and flailing around, you know, hoping they live. They should have gone. For, they should have gone in first. Oh, and then there was also the the, ah, the soldiers from soldiers from the Vale um, that I think Brienne was leading. Brienne and Jamie. Ugh, they all got wrecked too. Yeah. Like that, that was terrifying. That was a terrifying battle. And it happened at night. I was like, oh. Yeah. I will say, I did like seeing um, the people with the most battle experience setting the tone. Like, it was cool to see Jamie and Davos and Grey Worm and Jorah, like, all in the same area, all with great, like, battle expertise and experience um, just leading the way, you know? Yeah. That that was really cool. Although you could see the, when you saw them with the fear in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, everyone, even Worm, everyone was scared. That that Grey threw me off. Like, like, Grey Worm was like, he was he was just staring off into like the the, the abyss or something. Yeah, I mean nobody's seen anything like this. This this army of the dead is unbelievable. It was, it was a thing of it was a thing of myth, you know, a thing of legend, and now it's actually real, and it's here, it's coming for your ass. It would be like if some dragons just came out of the sky tomorrow, and just encircled Manhattan. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd be like, oh. Just primed to breathe fire, like a thousand dragons all in a circle around. Yeah, that's what it would be like. It'd be like, like, well, I don't know. What do you do? You dive into the East River? Um, I don't know. Just what are down in the subway? Maybe I probably go down. Yeah, the maybe subway. get maybe get underground. Yeah, I don't know. You're not winning. I know that. You have yeah. to get them F twenty twos to come in, help you out. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what do I got here? I got I got little bear going out like a real one. Yeah. Uh, Arya slick shit. I need to go back and watch. I need to watch that part again too. I need to watch her. What? So what was? I don't understand, right? And one of my coworkers was telling me about it. I was irritated because he wouldn't let me talk about it yesterday because he didn't see it, and then he wanted to talk today. And I actually like, I had work to do, and I was like, I can't really talk about it. But he just like kept talking, and I was like, I was like, come on, man, like. (laughs) But what was the whole thing with the eyes? Like the the brown eye. Uh, oh, what so was that, that? That goes back to when Melisandre met Arya in the cave back in like season three. With I know they met Robin. each other. I couldn't remember so how. Said, they, oh, so she was in the so cave. She said with that. Them? Yeah, because she kind of was hanging out with them, and then they captured the hound, and the hound fought in the cave. Right. Um, but Melisandre was there too because she went to scoop up uh, Gendry. And Arya was pissed at her, and she ran up on her, and, and Melisandre said the same thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the same thing then. Um, but yeah, so the, the blue eyes, the brown eyes is like, you know, her killing a bunch of people on her list. The blue eyes, the Night's King. Green eyes, uh, Cersei has green eyes, and Sansa has green eyes. So that Yeah, this maybe. dude today was like, Bran has green eyes. I said, Bran does not have green eyes, and I don't have time to argue about this. Yeah, and then he wanted to keep going. Does not have green eyes. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. It's just Cersei and Sansa at this point. Uh, so yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, but then. And then she just. And then she said, "To what do we say to death?" And she said, "Not, not today. today." And then she yeah. just slipped out. That was pretty. That was pretty cool because that is a, that is a pretty dope ass line. Yeah. Like, what do we say to death? Not today. Um, mm-hmm. I love that line in general. I thought that was going to, like, Melisandre was going to pull off her face and it was going to be Sirio Pharrell. I think a lot of people were hoping. Oh. Okay, that, that, that he comes back. You were hoping. Point. You were okay, hoping. Maybe a lot, a lot of people in my room right now with me um, were hoping that. Um, so, okay. Yeah, it was just me. Just me. Dang. Just like I said. Um, fuck what was the thing the joke from earlier uh, let's move on so the, let's get to the um, so the final so the final shot with um, the the, uh, the jump the, the what do we would call this the hurricane kick with Slash okay you know. I've been thinking about this how What's did she that was, a, that was a long distance how did she get over there so quickly say the long jump should we say the pole vault into the the stomach stab. I don't know. We got to come up with something more clever than that. Pull um, into the stomach stab. That's pretty <laughs> <good>. <laughs> it 
<laughs> muttering under your breath. This motherfucker just said, Homo into stomach stuff. That was so basic. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, she maybe kind of just like jumped off the shoulders of one of his lieutenants behind him and then used that as a springboard to, to get the get the air on him. I don't know. I'm not going to dwell too much on the logistics of that because it was such a badass moment. Yeah. I will say that <clears throat> I think we were both – I've had to go back and rewatch. I think maybe you did that perhaps we thought that uh, – Theon saw her briefly because he right. like looked up and looked like he saw something. His eyes definitely do move up. It does look to happen a little bit too long before she shows oh, okay. up. Okay, he might just he might just be dying. It could I I mean it's hard to say based on where he is and where the the Night's King is because he kills Theon Theon down to the ground and he starts approaching Bran slowly like really slowly. Although that <laughs> super be, slow. It could just be slow mo, like, like the like a camera effect. No, he just thinks he's fucking badass. He doesn't yeah. need to move fast. Like he wasn't even pulling his sword out fast. He was trying mm -mm. to relish in this and Bran looking up at him, all stupid, the goofy look on his face, thinking about birds. Also, where the fuck did those birds go? Okay, this is my question too. What the fuck so was Bran, Bran was like, yeah, Bran was like, bye. But where did he go? I was thinking that too, the whole time. What was the point of his warg? To see what? The Night King? I mean, he saw his could, ass. They gotta have it pay off um, later on this season because like, all he did was he warged, he ran by the the ice dragon. It's not even like he then came down and tried to warn John. Like He just ran by and then he passed along and then he was still gone for a while. And he only came back like right before Knights King and his boys showed up at, at the door. Right? He did. He was gone for a long time. Yeah. It was all yeah, it was pretty much uh like ninety percent of the battle, right? He was like, yeah. All right, Theon, you wheeled me out here. I'm leaving now. Theon's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, yeah, okay, yeah, wait, wait, what? And what it's do like, I do? Okay. It's like, well, I'll just make sure I don't die. Yeah, and then he it looked like he flew past the Night King, right? Seems I thought that like was the Night King, the Night King like, like reaching at him or something. I think he did. He reached and then he missed, but it seems like he could have like at least you know, come back from the birds, given them some intel based on his view of the battlefield. Yeah, we got to find out where he 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 needed to he needs to get something good. He can't just go away. Gotta, it's got to be something that'll be resolved. Um, later in the series, otherwise, I hope he went somewhere and found some more fucking soldiers for their army because they about to get worked by Cersei's army. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we can we can talk next steps. Like, I didn't watch. I don't tell me about the the if you watch the next time on preview because I tried to not. Watch I did. Those. I I love that. I don't like those. I always have. I think it's from back from when Mad Men used for to every them. show. They would just be really frustrating because they never said anything about mm. what's actually going to happen, and they were purposely misleading. But uh, yeah, like so in retrospect, so so the thing is, Cersei never sent her soldiers up, right? No, she never sent so a she soul. Just hung, hung on to them, so they're going to yeah. be turned into Tyrion. Like, uh, hey, buddy, you know. You know, are they are they coming? Are they what's what's the deal here? 
Because if not, like, why do we need you? What good are you? Wait, wait, wait. They're going to say that to who? To Tyrion. Okay, yeah, I, I blanked on that moment from episode two. Okay. So they do So they do all know that because Jamie said... Yeah, they know that none of them are coming up. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the fact remains then that, yeah, she's got a, almost certainly a way stronger army than they have. I mean, in theory, they could try to garner more support because there are still other people, you know, in Westeros and probably some other fighting men available that Cersei hasn't gotten to yet if she's just chilling with her army and the Golden Company down in King's Landing. And yeah, they still have I two mean, dragons, you know? So, I mean, that's big. That's Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, just now, I'm just, the now, I'm, now I'm just nervous. But what do you think? You think Cersei can't win? Cersei can't win, man. She might she win? Can't. She might win. I know she can't though. That would be like this show to dog us out like that. She can't win. I don't. I actually don't care as long as it's not her. She can't win. You'd rather have Sam win on that throne. I've I've been fine with my man Sam. He's a survivor. He is that. He is. <laughs> we can say we can say that about him. Yeah, you know what's the other thing I was thinking about? Um, how tiring that battle must have been. Swinging oh, the big-ass yeah. swords around for, the, for I don't even know how long it was. And, like, real, let's say it was, like, 45 minutes in real time. I'd be exhausted. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that aspect when John was running up on the Night's King and... Like he's just been through a shit ton of battle already, but although mostly on the dragon, but but still he did some fighting, and then he's running full sprint towards the Night King, and right. he stops, and then he has to fight off all these whites, and then he runs in to Winterfell, and then that he's got to run around the big ice dragon. Yeah, he's just still running. Like that's, I mean, presumably these people are in better shape than I am, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, that, I was thinking that very same thought throughout most of it, even for like people like Jorah, like Jorah's death scene, like he looked ragged. Oh, yeah. Jorah like, got jacked up. This is that, that adrenaline. And that dragon. I hope that dragon's yeah, and okay. That, and his love for, um, for his true queen. Uh, oh, Daenerys Stormborn. Love for his true queen. Sir Friendzone. One going one down, queen to going rule down them like all. A simp. Yep, going down like a damn. Why do that to Sajora? Like a bald ass, cock blocking himself ass. Now I don't. <laughs> I actually really like Jorah's character. He's, he's pretty cool. The actor's pretty cool too. I randomly saw him. He's in one of the Resident Evil movies as oh. one of the villains. <laughs> Those are some terrible movies. <laughs> they are so bad. Yeah. Oh man. Um, They're awful. My dad watches them shits. He's good for some terrible TV and movies if you ever want to watch with him. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, 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 I remember I was trying out all these different free streaming services and I would try out like the free week or so. And one of them, one, like, so I, there's a bunch of them out there. And one of them had like the jankiest selection of movies 
to where like the best ones were like the Resident Evil movies, like <laughs> the best option. So I watched, so I watched like all of them. Just like this is like maybe six months ago. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised there's not like this weird like niche streaming service for baby boomers that used to watch these whack-ass B-movies on, like, Saturday afternoons. I used to watch them just with my dad, you know, like the, um... Well, Pluto, I, I, like, try to Pluto like Pe- TV. Like Pegasus flying around and all that. What was the, what was that movie? Oh, <laughs> my god! Jason gosh. and the Argonauts? Yeah, like shit like or that. Or the I've first wa- Clash of the Titans, maybe? Oh, my gosh, yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Like those! I'm sure that you can find that. Well, that's that's what. I, have you seen the ads for that Pluto TV? No, I've seen it. I've seen it, it but I don't know what it's about. It's basically, it's a free streaming service that has. I don't think it's any of its live TV. I could be wrong about it. I don't think so, but it has a bunch of different channels. But it is mostly janky ass movies, and the the gimmick is there. There's ads in them, so like they'll randomly have like like Rush Hour Two or something that you can watch for free. But there's ads like every like like if you were watching it on TBS or something. Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, like I was, ugh, I don't even know what the service I was on. It was like must have been like Doink Doink or something, something stupid. Doink Doink. What's going on? <laughs> All over the place. First, the pole vote, the stomach pole vote, the stomach. Stand. You got the pole vote, and then the, I don't even remember the other thing you're saying. The should, the shot, the shouldn't. Stood, yeah, it stood. Steve. Oh yeah, the stood, the Steve. Damn, this guy wound stood up Steve. Stood it. I think I heard him say stood it at one point. What's this guy going through? What kind of life is this right now? <laughs> Someone needs his binky uh, in his bottle. Uh, oh, get, get man. To, put him down. Get get him a bowl of booyah base or something. God. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's we Actually, I, I am kind of fading here. This one, this one beer that I had is if that's the thing is if I, if I only have one beer, I get sleepy pretty quickly. <laughs> it's a fucking Miller High Life, too. I don't know. Got this at Target. Oh, champagne. Yeah, champagne for my uh, for my fake friends. No, wait. I said that wrong. Anyway, closing thoughts, or why don't we wrap up Game of Thrones first? Uh, yeah, great episode. So, I look forward to seeing who wins the final game, but as as long as Cersei doesn't win. And I'm still, I was glad the Hound survived. I was nervous he was going to die. And then I wasn't mm. going to get my mountain versus Hound battle. Right. That actually, that was the person that made me the most nervous. I was like, shit, Hound's about to die. That would be the perfect kind of episode for him to die into. Just kind of like off to the side, getting burnt to death or something. That would be pretty tragic, but it, it would Yeah. Fit. But he made it. So I'll, we'll still get, you know, the hound versus the mountain and i guess that's about it that's all you know nobody nobody that i like really care about died it's fine surprising um, yeah like uh i cared about jorah i will say i did like him uh 
he he's been sidelined the last season or so Jorah's good shit you know um good redemptions he redeemed himself I think um um yeah oh oh that music I don't know if you caught the music they played as the Night King was walking into that garden no it really, I don't remember it it really struck me I'd, I'd go back and listen to that if you can like it's just that one scene that is some I don't know if it was some like sort of remix of the of the main Game of Thrones uh theme slowed down or something but it was it was pretty good it really definitely helped to heighten um attention i might i might go back and watch that just that scene okay i'll check that out um i love i love the theon redemptive arc came to an end yep hit him with that you're a good man charlie brown you're a good man often die for me yeah you know what after he was like badass defending him that final attack was pretty whack just like (laughs) just charged uh, at him with the big stick in his hand Oh, come on, man. Using that stick like a battering ram. He wasn't even like trying to do any kind of sword swinging action. He was just running into him. Yeah, he didn't even look like he was running fast. But... He's running towards death. He's towards certain my death. Dog. Um, oh, Arya and that weapon. Arya went to work. I was actually nervous because mm. I I thought, like, in our history of watching Arya fight, she's really only done, like, sneak attacks and, like, one-on-one work. I was like, I, she's never been in a big battle like this. Right. But that <clears throat> double-edged spear, and then it broke into two pieces, and then she started working with that and then put it back smart. together. Ooh! Wow. Yeah, she that was good. Kept you on the edge of your seat. That was good. I was like, all right, Arya came through. Yeah. Yeah. I would just have been cool if like, there, was a, there was a chain, like a little chain connected to them. She turned them into nunchucks. How dope would that have been? Swinging them shit. She'd be strangling people with it. All right, so one final question for you. I don't have the answer. I just thought of it right now. Is there anyone? Well, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at myself because somebody, do you remember when all the Dothraki went out and then there was one horse coming back and people yeah. were looking and you couldn't see who it was? You know who right. I thought it might've been for a second? You know who I thought it might've been? No. Let's go and go for it. Benjamin, Benjamin, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Ben. I, I was like, Benjamin can't be back, oh dog. There's God, no way Benjamin. Incredible. <laughs> I would have had to, I would have had to call you right then and make you pause it just to do <laughs> Uncle Benjamin. <laughs> oh, I thought for a hot second that it was Benjamin. Um, but my real question is: Is there like, is there anybody? like waiting in the wings or anybody overseas or in the woodwork that you can remember that had like promised to help out or there's like an army waiting somewhere to back them up because mm. they, Cersei's going to fucking wreck them. Mm. That is a good question. Um, not really, no. I, I can't remember any. Well, the, the Dornish maybe. 
they're the only ones who are not really accounted for. I don't think. I think they sort of. Well, I guess they sort of allied with um, with Yara's crew. Okay, because they need to find some soldiers, and they need to find some fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's that's the only way I could think of. Maybe they'll bring the Dornish back. I I kind of doubt it though. Um, I guess Iron Island people, like Yara, will bring her people probably for them. Yeah, they're mostly split between her and Euron at this point. Oh, my dog! I forgot. (laughs) He's oh yeah. Rockstar, rockstar lifestyle. So I'm like choking on my own. I'm just nibbling on these chips I have. <clears throat> I'm trying to I'm trying to hit the mute button as I'm like che- chewing on them, and I I hope that's. I actually haven't chewing. heard any chewing. Okay, that's good. Good. And surreptitious. Um, okay. Well, any closing thoughts? This is a good wrap oh, up. Man. We've gone gone Eat two hours greens. on this one. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, eat something green. Um, uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Go see Endgame, I guess. Yeah, see Endgame. It's definitely worth billion seeing. dollars. A billion already. Billion the first weekend. That's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. That is incredible. No. Yeah. All right. This was podcast seventy-two. Two. I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs>